You're listening to the Quince podcast. Rasam. It's piping hot, spicy with a hint of tang. Variants range from an almost clear yellow soup to a golden brown broth. An indigenous invention that's millennia old and a recipe that stands apart in the kitchens of South India. Kotrasam, Vepam Urasam, Sheera Rasam, Verum Takkali Rasam and Takkali Rasam, Arachu Utta Arur Rasam, Mysore Rasam. I'm Vikram, a lover of food, stories and conversation in that order. And this podcast is all about Rasam. My first memory of food is of course Pariprasadam or Pappannam in Telugu doused with two tablespoons of ghee mildly salted and flavoured with fresh tomato rasam cooked in the traditional Iya Chumbal. Okay, now let me break down the memory for you into the recipe, the ingredients and the history and hopefully we'll get a taste of the quintessential comfort food age no bar. Without much ado, allow me to introduce you to my grandmother, Savitri, who is 90 years old and one of the finest chefs I've known in my life. And her rasams are to die for. When I was a child at my parents' house, the cooks at home would teach us to cook in the evenings like my father instructed. From simple jeera rasam and spicy dal paste to every variety of rasam, I learnt it from them. My first rasam, instead of adding tur dal, I added boiled chana dal. My father was like, what have you done? And I said, I don't know, pa. I thought it was tur dal. And then I corrected everything. You like the rasam in which the tomatoes are blended and then tempered with mustard seeds and jeera. The year is 1987 and I'm 4 years old. I had no concept of time back then. Everywhere I looked, I saw food. On days that my mother could somehow make me stay indoors for lunch, we'd sit by the stairs. outside the house overlooking the street my mother with a bowl of parpasadam which is basically double steamed rice and mildly salted tur dal mashed together the moment the rasam is added to the parpasadam the scent of the ghee melting in the heat of the rasam and the steamed rice takes over the scene the neighbors next door and the house owners below and the stray dog lying on its back on the roadside its crown jewels exposed to the 11 am sun all of them will know that it's time for brunch because not all rasam is rasam and there's a number of varieties out there some delicious some not more than gimmicks and some that have been around for millennia listen to culture critic and historian vijay sai talk about the origins of satamadu or rice nectar as rasam is called in vaishnavite literature we we do not have any documentation of when this broth was first made but we are certain that it has been around even before 12th century because by 12th century itself in someshwara's manasolasa we have a reference to it 
for it being a cure for seasonal colds and coughs basically you boiled crushed pepper crushed ginger and salt in water and uh, you consume that broth basically the word rasam means a liquid rasa and the principal primary ingredients right from the beginning were ginger pepper salt these were the main ingredients and then sometimes you had various variations that came later like roasted uh, dhania seeds uh, tamarind all these came much later anyone who's had rasam especially in tamil nadu will vouch for the almost magical properties of the eya chumba or the lead vessel em in tamil means lead but the vessel is actually made of velli em or a tin alloy it has a very good taste when the rasam is made in the eya chumba eya chumba vacha but you must keep the flame in simple if you let it boil over the vessel will melt at 231.9 degrees celsius it's got an extremely low melting point and so cooking rasam in it is an art in itself but it does something to the rasam that's extraordinary like a tiny pinhead of raw camphor that enhances the flavors of a payasam eya chumba enhances the aroma of the rasam and lets the asafoetida or heeng work its magic and yes it does have a place in history as well it is very popular actually all across coastal andhra all the way down to tamil nadu uh, even in karnataka you must understand that earlier uh, all uh, the vessels that were used for cooking or for serving were either brass or copper and so on so forth if it was, if it was uh, brass they were lined inside by a certain a process called kalai which basically was pouring a molten lead inside and lining the bowl because eating on pure brass uh, caused uh, food poisoning but yes in traditional cooking uh, across in fact uh, from the 18th 19th century onwards em chumbus became extremely popular there are hundreds of varieties of rasam or charu if you are on the land of the telugus but the tomato rasam is the superstar in that it's the most common and very very easy to make here is how my party makes the tomato rasam in two methods listen carefully soak tamarind in water and drain the water filling a quarter of the tin vessel cut two tomatoes into large dices add salt a piece of king add rasam powder and a pinch of turmeric powder Put it on the stove over medium or low flame and let it come to boil. As it bubbles, add a little bit of water that the dal was cooked in, mix and remove from flame. Now in a tablespoon of ghee, add a teaspoon of mustard seeds and jeera and curry leaves. Let them all crackle. And then pour over the piping hot rasam. This is one variety. You could soak tomatoes in boiling water for 2 minutes. Blend it, add to the tamarind water and then cook it. That's another type of rasam. I can only imagine this vessel of rasam silhouette against a halo of sunlight with the steam wafting up in the air. Ah. My grandmother douses one ladle of rice with at least two ladles of rasam. 
She places a dollop of ghee in the northeastern corner of the plate. With a swish of a scooped hand, she ladles the rasam rice into her mouth, swallows, flicks a finger onto the ghee, places it on her tongue, and goes for the next mouthful of rasam rice. A true connoisseur, if I ever met one. Like with food, if you enjoyed this podcast, I'm sure you'll be back for more. And that's the rasam, the essence of it all. So do consider subscribing to the Quint for exclusive, delicious content. And thank you for listening.